What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest installment of the Minorities Report. I am your head minority in charge, the spectacular Gus. I just added that one. <laughs> and, of course, with me, as always, is my biracial consigliere, Jay Shell. How's it going, everybody? So, And we also have a special guest with us today. It is Mr. Ed himself from Ed's Edibles. I just called him Mr. Ed. No, it's Ed. Edible Ed. Mr. You just <laughs> called him a horse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not Ed's Edibles, it's Edible Ed. That's so, a whole different so like, genre of right. people so that I don't. That I haven't like tapped yet. Oh, I'm working on that one. He needs pot. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Well, I just like this like choice of words. Tap them yet? Yeah. Oh snap. He means means marijuana. Okay. (laughs) Those marijuana cigarettes. Are you one of those? Are you one of those reefers? (laughs) The devil's lettuce. (laughs) The devil's lettuce. Wow. White people Uh, had a lot of funny terms for like pot. They used to call people reefers. Reefers. Are you one of those reefers? <laughs> well, like, like some type of like zombie. Apo- <laughs> oh no, they got a lot of like a wacky tobacco and the mm-hmm. devil's lettuce. Yeah. Ironically, that probably inspired like a couple brand names, just out of <laughs> irony's sake. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh no, of course they did. Yeah. yeah. So what's going on with you, Jay? How's your uh, week? Uh, so far, so good, man. Like, um, what was it? So I know that we're going to be talking about like, um like you know, Halloween parties and such and everything. So one of my uh, costume items is going to come in today, actually. Uh, um, yeah, going to go as... Um, have you guys seen Bullet Train yet? Yes. Yeah, uh, White Death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Michael oh. Shannon's character. So oh, wow. So mm-hmm. basically I had everything, um, just needed the mask. And so found one on Etsy and everything. White Death. The White Death, yeah. Yeah, that's what they named cocaine too, right? Mm-hmm. The White Death. The White Death. It's yeah. from the same people that called the Reefers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the wacky tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, um, well, I was gonna order because he wears like a, uh, as you as you know, like a Japanese style robe and everything, mm-hmm. and they had a link on it on uh, Amazon, and the cheapest one is seventy dollars. Wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna pay seventy dollars for one day for one day yeah yeah um so i'm just gonna go has like his like flashback so Mm. so basically just like the reservoir dog style um suit with like the blood on and everything however the mask was needed so but so you uh, said they call him the white death the white death yeah that's funny because it shows here that there used to be also the name of a sniper uh (laughs) in uh let me see here yeah it's a finnish sniper they used to call him the white death i think simo haya I think ha, 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 he was. Ha. I think he was named like in reference to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, finish, I don't know. But yeah, but no. Like, I'm surprised you haven't watched Blood Train yet because that's like actually right up your alley. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, no, I, I haven't really because uh, my girlfriend we sh- we've been watching what she wants to right now. So mm-hmm. you know, that's very nice. Yeah, uh, we finished mm-hmm. watching up. Um, we finished watching up Riverdale the last season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard it went off the rails like big time. The, okay. The sixth season fucking sucked. It was horrible. They yeah. got into like whole sci-fi superhero powers, the end of the world apocalypse thing. And it's like, you're, you're Archie. Right. That's, Chill out. That's like Sabrina's <laughs> turf. Right. What, do you think like, I think oh, no, they, they had a crossover. She was. Yeah. Sabrina was so that's, so that's yeah. why they did the well, whole like, the same yeah. universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I still think they should have had Punisher like join up and everything. John Bernthal because <laughs> of that infamous Punisher versus Archie <laughs> comic. But they did, they did kind of make up for it in the, uh, the, the last season mm-hmm. they kind of made up for it because it, it goes back where they were stuck in the 50s all none of them remember that they're from present day except mm-hmm. for jughead right and it, it actually made up for it, it mm-hmm. and it goes meta it goes full meta because jughead works for the comic company that actually created archie right and in, in the show 
and it delves into the whole remember the 1950s the red scare and yeah, you know, yeah. people pointed out McCarthyism, and, McCarthyism and, and then with the comic books uh, was it the the it was they were saying that they were perverting the youth with the horror comics and mm. that dude went on a crusade against it even wrote a book of it yeah. about it uh-huh. and that's why they came up with the comic book code authority right yeah they, they they go all into that it's always a it's always a panic the reason why there's like a rating system is because people like a uh, number of people were bitching yeah. like uh the pmrc yeah um the gaming rating mm-hmm. system and everything yeah. so yeah oh and don't forget the 80s with oh. uh, fucking uh, what's his face's wife? Yeah, that's uh, the PMRC. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. PMRC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with oh, uh, Tipper Gore. Tipper yeah. Gore. That was you, it. you had the most random team of folks, like um, like uh, opposing, like the yeah. you had D. Snyder, you had Frank Zappa, and John Denver. Dude, I loved it. I loved it. What <laughs> D. Snyder used to tell them in Congress. Yeah. He's like, yeah. "Are you fucking people stupid?" <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like, no, but it was. And that we've been watching. We of course it's the season, so we've been watching horror movies, and uh, yeah. there have been a couple of really fucking good ones that we've watched that mm-hmm. have been. I think I, we spoke about it a little bit on the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of ones that we watched, like Fresh. Yeah, you know, that one was pretty fucking good. So I started not bi- uh, binge watching horror movies, but I actually started like playing like horror themed games and everything. Like right. so, I get back into um, playing uh, the Castlevania series because mm-hmm. I have I downloaded a couple of the collections and everything. Um, so started playing Dracula X, which is um, what inspired well, or one of the inspirations of the current Castlevania season Nocturne because mm-hmm. it's Richter Belmont, Sympathy mm-hmm. um, of the Night. Which yeah. is which is a dope one. Like it still holds up to this day. And we've been watching, dude. I don't. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like this show. It's the uh, the British Bake Off, the the Great British Bake Off, dude. Right. We, like that show's just good. Seriously, yeah. it's it's torture to watch that because I have to watch my sugar intake. Mm-hmm. So seeing all of those oh, like no, really sweets me. and everything, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like Homer Simpson watching. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah. And speaking of which, uh, Ed over here, mm-hmm. uh, Ed Ed uh, Edible Ed. Yep. Edible Ed. Ed See, Bud. but that kind of means like you're edible. Well, that's, that's a good a, drag it, name it, right there, actually. Yeah, it's Edible Ed because I am I'm technically edible, but like, uh, you know, it's not I a mean, good idea. To, technically, to, we all are. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's more you're, phonetic. You're, you're, you're edible on your mother's side. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds so, like, uh, like a background, yeah. But speaking of that, it's uh, like you, you, we have you here, too, to promote a little bit your uh, cross you know, shameless cross promotion. Um, you have a YouTube channel. You have a YouTube channel where you show people how to cook and make wonderful things, don't you? Yeah. So I, I make really fun food, really simply, mm-hmm. um, just really basic ingredients that anybody can kind of make with limited things at, in their house. I yeah. So I do. I do love. Um, I'm not said, a big fan of basic. You said spice. basic. That's why. Yeah. I know. Well, I do love <laughs> not the that um, basic. I do love like the element. Right. I do like the elementary approach you do with cooking and everything because yeah. a lot of folks like they want to cook but they're intimidated because right. they think it's like very complex right. and everything. He but takes you've the always kids method. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you always like say like always start out small yeah. and then build your way up. Yeah. And it's all about yeah. like having laying a foundation. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. you're able to understand like the very basics of how things work, mm-hmm. then you build upon it. Because yeah. I'm all about like I don't I, I'm dyslexic, so like mm-hmm. writing recipes is like the hardest thing for me to do, mm-hmm. or just like measuring is really difficult for me right. yeah so like i i after all the years of kind of doing what i do like i kind of feel for it and yeah. i encourage people it's like okay i understand like people that just start out like need that recipe right mm-hmm. i'm all for that mm-hmm. but i'm like once you get a grasp of that then i encourage you to kind of like you kind of change it to fit 
you know you and your family's needs right See, like, but that's th- also yeah. but that's yeah. also your background too because being from the caribbean yeah. and being from the caribbean myself my my mom aunts grandmother they didn't know measuring right it's yeah. like oh, how much of that do you put in mm-hmm. uh this much I don't yeah know. exactly <laughs> honestly you just feel it yeah exactly you know, so yeah you just yeah i i, I uh and also, like you know, going by measurements, I already feel like was like restrictive, yeah, and everything. Yeah. So you just and I mean, like, like I'm all about like the creativity of it, mm-hmm, you know. So right. like, I mean, I could bake, right? Like you talked about the great, yeah. you know, British Bake Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that show is really would be very difficult for me to watch, not because of the food, like you know what they make. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I could probably make something similar, yeah. right? Not maybe not as pretty, but I mm-hmm, you know right. do that. It's hard for me to have to like watch like someone you know kind of like go buy a recipe because right. baking is 100 percent a science oh, absolutely mm-hmm. right absolutely. and like cooking is, is an art it, mm-hmm. down to the molecular level exactly yeah. and too i'm like i can't do that way or too yeah. much flour the other way you ruin everything right yeah. so it's and, difficult so like yeah. i try to like focus more on Savory. like you, yeah well you know i i like honestly like my my chocolate chip cookies right. are like hands down the best cookies i've ever had mm-hmm. in my life and i've had a lot mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm constantly making it better Right, like so. The other day, I made it, and instead of just using like room temperature butter, like to cream the sugar together, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I brown buttered it. So like, mm-hmm. I just kind of oh. like let it go mm. really slow so on you the made stove. Brown butter chocolate chip yeah. cookies. That sounds yeah. tasty. And it just that one extra step, right? right. That doesn't mm-hmm. like take that much longer to do. Right. Like takes it to a whole nother level. Well, see, right. and that's the thing. That's experimenting because mm-hmm. baking and cooking is all about experimenting. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the people didn't know that you can eat something that shot out of a chicken's backside until somebody tried it. Right. So right. it was an experiment. Right. That's what I, mm-hmm. I always try to, I always tell people, I was like, you ever been curious about what was it cause while you're making eggs? I was like, the first dude that looked at a chicken's vagina and mm-hmm. went, I'm going to eat the next thing that comes yeah. out of that. It's <laughs> technically chicken periods. Right. And I, <laughs> Seriously? And I and I do like the fact that you said that uh, cooking is an art because um, the way you describe like your uh, your method and everything reminded uh, me of like um, of like drawing for the first time. Mm-hmm. We always like are like uh, told by professors like learn life drawing mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. and then once we get the basic anatomy down and all that, then that's when we start to do our own style yeah. of, uh, of art and yeah. everything. Totally, yeah. Walter White showed us that cooking is an art. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, speaking, of, uh, speaking of which, I remember you brought me like meth. I brought you meth. Candy meth. In New Mexico, I went to Albuquerque and uh, they, they're all about breaking bad out yeah, there. Yeah, everything. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. so there's a candy lady. Literally, her store's called the Candy Lady, and she makes uh, rock candy in, and it looks blue. like blue sky or sky <laughs> blue, whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> yeah, it, and I brought some back. And I'm like, dude, I pretty. I hope I don't get pulled over by the cop. <laughs> <laughs> Just taste it, officer. Yeah, taste yeah. it. It's right. sugar. Yeah, tell the officer to taste it. Looks like I mean, come on. <laughs> they would. Uh, they, they'd be like, but, I'm uh, confiscating. Yeah. This, yeah. Being, quote, a of, being a person of color, that is the last thing. You <laughs> want to do. But, oh no. So, you, yeah. when he, uh, Jay had brought something about about family, but you also do this with your daughter, right? You. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, her? everything is family friendly mm-hmm. on my show. Um, but definitely, it's, like, we're not here. So I know, yeah. and that's the funny thing is because people, like, you know, I'm I'm six foot seven. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm tattooed. I have my ears pierced. Seven foot the afro. <laughs> <laughs> A little Fletch reference. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I mean, like, I don't look like I'm friendly, friendly, and mm. I run into that problem a lot. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, our show is just about having fun, and it's all mm. about l- making the kitchen less intimidating. And right. I'm like, mm. if, like, I could, you know, teach, like, little kids, which I do, I teach Yeah, you do that full time, right? Yeah, yeah, the Children's Museum of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I could teach little kids how to cook, like, mm-hmm. I could teach anybody how to right. cook. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, my show, like... You know, it's just about having fun. So we're we're silly. We're uh, you know, I, I do a lot of really you know funny edits right. to my yeah. to the videos, and I put out videos every Friday. So we have a good time, and I'm so Instagram having fun and too. I'm all about food because like I just went to Vegas. Yeah, and oh, dude, you saw the pictures I posted. I did. So I sent you a couple of them. Yeah, bro, I want to taste food like from different places. There was yep. a place that made a breakfast sandwich in between two donuts. I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. normally I wouldn't eat that. However, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's here, Rome, so dude. I'm gonna try. It. Why not, man? I've mean, always wanted to try a Luther, a Luther burger. Oh, yeah. I've had one. Yeah. They, had they one. actually they sell them at the uh, at the state fair. You don't know? Actually, you, you yeah. ever heard of a Luther burger? No. Luther burger is a double bacon cheeseburger with everything between two Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, that's what it's called. And, yeah. And there's oh, okay. actually a um, a story behind that urban legend. So uh, Luther Vandross, he was on tour, and they make a stop at a diner at like late at night and everything, and he's in the mood for a cheeseburger. They had no bread left over, no buns, no like sandwich bread and everything. And they're like, the only th- bread we have are these donuts. And he says, cook them up. And, so, Luther, and Luther said, I don't need my right foot. Yeah. Make me right. that burger. Oh, Luther. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. And then, I didn't and, know it was good. And I tried a place. I'm from New York, so I'm a bagel snob. Yeah. yeah I'm mm-hmm. a deli snob. I went to this place called Bagelicious. Shout out to Bagelicious. Not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> and bro. Some of the best bagels I've had since I lived out here. They're true, genuine uh, New York style Jewish deli. <sighs> Bro. That's awesome. Oh yeah, they make their own uh, pickles in house. They that's make their, how it should be. They make their mm-hmm. own uh, pastrami, their own uh, corned beef. Corned beef. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, dude, they had potato knishes the size of your fist. It was so mm-hmm. good. Like. Why don't you bring some for us, man? You're talking like you talking about all this food. You guys didn't bring any food. They would have never made it. We we bought this this donut place out there also called Pink Box Donuts. Mm -hmm. Oh my fucking god! Oh dude, they had a Mm. cronut. Have you ever had a cronut? Yes, I Mm. have. Cronuts are the shit. They're so good. They're two of the best things on the planet. (laughs) So I remember, um, what was it? Like uh, last summer, my girlfriend and I, we went to New York for the first time and everything, and we told each other, like, yeah, we're gonna go on foodie quest mm-hmm. we're gonna try the best and everything mm-hmm. um we so we went to original rays right. uh, we went to the one uh, in uh, manhattan um what yeah, you call yeah. it i'm trying to remember which uh dang i'm trying to remember the cross there's, streets and there's, everything there's original rays on sixth avenue there's i think original, it's, oh, oh, i mean sorry sixth street and uh broadway there's oh shit there's famous rays there's original rays in midtown uptown actually i think it's the midtown one we went okay. to yeah if you were near times uh, square that's midtown that's the one okay. yeah and it was dope it was really cool. Well, honestly, like I wanted my, I made it a mission to like get you know try like some New York authentic New York pizza. Oh, the best thing about yeah. New York pizza is the crust, like not mm-hmm. the crust, the underneath. Yeah. Because when you bend it, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's crisp, so it goes crack. Yeah. And then you have it to crack. fold it like a taco. Yeah, yeah. it cracks. Yeah, you know, it's like a out here, yeah, out here, mm-hmm. pizza, you fold it, and it goes. <laughs> so, what was it so like um our first morning in new york yeah. we wanted to go to a diner like and everything have like our first breakfast there and we went to a place i think it was called like a jackson diner or like on jackson ever because we were staying yeah. in queens and the food there was just amazing and like you know it was just like um 
just it felt like a breakfast like from your mother's house Bro, you know and everything the, the and she spent yeah. diners in new york are the shit yeah, yeah. The yeah. Oh, yeah. but uh, our waitress uh really sweet woman i think her name was rosa um but she looked like rita moreno yeah. like i had to do a double take i was like oh shit she yeah. like doing a side hustle <laughs> there's here a, there's, a, there's there's a, and almost every true diner in new york is owned by a greek family yeah, and usually the dad is named Costas. Yeah, almost all the time. Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, yeah. big fat Greek wedding like Nick, Nick, Nicky, <laughs> Nikolai, Nick, yeah. Nick, Nicholas. But the area of New York he was staying in, which is Jackson Heights in Queens, if you want to go into a food coma, go there. Mm-hmm. You will have everything from African to Honduran, Guatemalan, El Salvadorian, Mexican, Argentine, uh, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. You, you can literally go to all of Latin America to eat without mm-hmm. leaving Queens. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. It's magical. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's go ahead and take a quick break. I want to talk to Ed a little bit more when he promote his channel, and then we're going to go ahead and get into our topic for today. We're going to keep it Halloween-y. <laughs> you said weenie. Weenie. No, you said And we're back. Thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us. As we were talking to Edible Ed. Yes. So what's the, what's the name of your YouTube channel? Let's get it out there because we totally forgot when we started talking. It's Edible Ed's apostrophe S. And then on Instagram, it's edible.ed.cooks. And I'm always putting mm-hmm. real fun Dot stuff. Cooks. Because yeah, yeah. earlier you had talked about being intimidated by cooking. Yeah. I always dabbled like making my own shit and all that. Mm-hmm. But then what, the first time we went... To your house mm-hmm. and hung out. You had a, a sous vide. I'm like, yes. He goes, oh, this is a sous vide. I'm like, yes. oh, yeah, we all yes. have one. Yes, <laughs> everyone like, should. It's like a toaster. Every, everyone should. Yeah. So explain to everybody what a sous vide is. So a sous vide is basically like you're cooking something in a water bath, but it's a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. So you heat the water to a precise temperature, and it never goes over that temperature. For example, like if you want to cook like a medium rare steak. Right. That internal temperature needs to be about 124. Mm-hmm. So the water heats to 124, never goes above it. Right. So you cook the steak perfectly on the inside. The only mm. problem is there's no external heat source. Right. Mm. So it comes out like really gray and like an alien. <laughs> oh right. Boy. So then all you got to do is just mm-hmm. sear it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's perfectly cooked. And it, it's just the easiest way, like foolproof way of cooking. Right. Mm-hmm. So like now, like if I want to make like pulled pork, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a smoker. I don't sit there like all day stoking my fire, like, you know, right. cooking that shoulder. Mm-hmm. I sous vide it first, like maybe three fourths of the way. Right. And then I pull it and I put it in the smoker mm-hmm. to get that smoke ring and get that flavor. Mm-hmm. But then you get just the most unctuous, most tender, right. like you can't mess it up. Yeah. Like you have to actively try. Yeah. So <laughs> like you really have to try and even see, then like you don't. Yeah. You can't mess see, it this up. is where the science part of cooking comes in. Yeah. Because when you showed us this and everything, I th- my first thought was like, oh, it's basically a spa for your food. Yeah. If you exactly. think about it. Yep. But then like when you're telling us about like the timing mm-hmm. and like the temperature and everything, I look at it as like you're basically doing science. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. Um, like trying to like make sure that everything is on point mm-hmm. because I assume like, you know, one false move, like one like minute over. No. Everything no, goes to shit. No, that's that's it's being like it's yeah. foolproof and really? it's like it's it's, it's, yeah. it's cooking science like yeah. that's a great way of putting it because yeah. it really is right and like yeah. i i started this whole thing saying like i'm not like really good at that stuff and i'm not right but mm-hmm. like there's so many like technology now like right. with 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 the one that i have like there's a visual doneness 
on your phone right. mm-hmm. and it shows you multiple temperatures and it'll show you the texture mm-hmm. and it'll show you what it will look like right. before you even do it mm-hmm. so say like you want like say i'm doing the pulled pork right mm-hmm. and i want like really really soft like meat like no resistance right mm-hmm. like you it'll show you what that looks like and what temperature that needs to be mm-hmm. so like you don't even have to just like experiment there's no experimenting now like it's, it sounds like it though no, i know, no, I know really what you're getting yeah but like but with like with all like uh, the measurements and everything and whatnot but then, yeah. then that's why like for example like with this it's called jewel mm-hmm. by breville right so like these really nerdy guys up in, in seattle that created this and they kind of continue the database growing right where mm-hmm. like they'll put up these brand new recipes and you could kind of like sub what you want or don't want like right. they have a pulled pork recipe right but yeah. like i don't use their recipe i only use the guide for putting it into the app gotcha. yeah and you, you kind of just make it your own and like they give you like a pretty sizable window like for example say you put this in yeah. before you go to work kind of like the modern day crock pot right mm-hmm. like everyone used to fill their yeah. crock pot yeah. turn it on before they left you for work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people well, some do people that. do right yeah. but like yeah. this is the modern day version right. of that where you put it in there and they give you like you have like several hours where you could still leave it in that water bath right. and nothing will happen to it yeah. but of course if you leave it in there Too past long, that it's window gonna it. yeah, it's, yeah, gonna it's just going to turn into like yeah. gel that right was, uh, so alton brown had a great show about yeah. the, food, the mm-hmm. science of good about eats, food. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, and I love his, show. his show when he talks about the science of it, he explains a lot of that, even though down to the molecular mm-hmm. level. Yeah, that dude is half scientist, half show. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. So, totally. what, what got you into it? Like, what, were you already into cooking or? Well, so I used, I used to, when I was little, I used to, I have an older brother. Right. And we used to fight all the time. Mm-hmm. My brother is, uh, <laughs> he's an older brother, right? Yeah. A textbook, right? Yeah. So, my mom, my dad would be working and my mom, would come home for work and she would have to take care of us. Wait, is, so, your, is your brother as big as you? Um, he's bigger than average, but not as big as me. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's about her to pick on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, again, I was like four. Oh, when you were a little kid. I was like oh, okay, four. Yeah, okay. yeah. So my mom would put me up on the counter to keep uh-huh. us away. Mm-hmm. And to keep you separated. Yeah, to keep us separated because it was <laughs> Go so to your corners. Seriously, really. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. That's what you had to do, right? Yeah. So, I didn't grow up with an older brother, so I don't know. Yeah, so, no, that's how yeah. we had to do. So then I just, I would watch her because I had nothing else to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I would start asking her, like, Instead of like having that be as a punishment to be in the kitchen, it was by choice. Mm-hmm. So I would go in there and be like, Mom, why are you doing this? Mom, why do you do that? Right. So I watched her. So she's my first chef, 100%. See, a lot of a lot yeah. of chefs I've seen and hear stories from, they have similar stories about that. Not the whole brother thing, yeah. but because they spent so much time in the kitchen. Because being, again, being from the Caribbean, mm-hmm. it, it, the kitchen is like the heart of the house yeah, where totally. a lot of the family gathers. Right. Mm-hmm. So you spend a lot of time in there. Mm-hmm. And so you say you spend a lot of time with your mom in there. Mm-hmm. So hence to say that, yeah, you would pick that up. Mm-hmm. So. And that's where a lot of core memories are unlocked. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like if you like say like smell some aroma from a restaurant, that's going to take you immediately to the time yeah. when you're like this age, mm-hmm. on this day, mm-hmm. my mom was making this or my dad was making that and everything. It's like ratatouille. Exactly. Remember when yeah. the food critic uh <laughs> Tasted yeah. that one dish, and he immediately yeah. had like a flashback to his childhood. So you were saying, so you, yeah. you you would spend time with your mom. Yeah. What's the first like thing you remember her teaching you how to make? Uh, Guyanese curry. Oh yeah. So it's very different from like Indian curry oh, yeah. or Japanese oh, curry. It's just the the spices are different, yeah. and every 
I mean, Guyanese mom has their recipe for the masala, right. like the base for the curry, and my mom is no exception. See, so that was like the first thing I remember. And from being from New York, I've met a lot of Guyanese. One, like I said, the girl I dated was Guy, uh, from Guyana, but mm-hmm. she was Hindu. Uh, so your family's not because it, what people don't understand in Guyana it's really diverse as far as like there's black Guyanese mm-hmm. and then there's uh, there's it, Chinese there's straight mm-hmm. yeah. but, there's, but the large, two largest populations I've met there are black mm-hmm. and Indian right you know, and so your family is more on the Indian side though but they're not Hindu right no so like the cool okay. thing about Guyana that like I you know I don't really see in a lot of other like countries and cultures right. is there are there, so there's, there's a lot of like Catholics there's a lot of Muslims there's a lot of like Hindus, but everyone celebrates each other's right. celebrations. Right. So mm-hmm. it's it's a melt it's a true melting it pot. Really is, but yeah. unlike other it, places that I won't name, they celebrate they celebrate each other. They celebrate yeah. each other as opposed to like putting each other down. Right. And mm-hmm. and, and you know, I mean there there are like currently there's conflicts between like the Indians and the blacks. Oh for sure. Right? Yeah. Like very, very bad. Yeah. But like you still have people like my family, like we're not Hindu, but we right. celebrate Diwali like in Guyana. Everyone yeah. takes a day off and parties, oh, yeah. right? Oh, I, I've celebrated Diwali myself. Yeah, yeah you what, know very well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Everyone yeah. celebrates Christmas. One of my favorite Hindu festivals. Yeah, because like I said, I lived with a Hindu family for a while and they still celebrate Christmas. Yeah. One of my favorite Hindu celebrations, I can't remember the name of it, is they, it's like a color festival. Yeah. And they slap each other with like colored powder. Holy. Oh, yeah, I've seen oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they go out on the street and they're yeah, dancing and singing yeah. and hitting mm-hmm. each other with these colors yeah. and it's a Just lot have of fun. a good time yeah. everybody dresses in white so that way you get all, all the color up. shows up yeah you squirt each other with water yeah. so that like it kind of okay. like stains to you yeah, yeah. that's what totally yeah. do yeah. Yeah. so cool like I said, and so I've kind of felt that diver because I lived in a part of Queens that was called Little Guyana mm-hmm. so but first time and again this was how you open yourself to learning I only uh, people I ever met from Guyana were Indian mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. not necessarily Hindu but they were Indian because mm-hmm. uh, your family's heritage is it Indian or I have mm-hmm. East Indian and I have Portuguese and I'm black mm-hmm. okay yeah. so uh, everybody I met was kind of like East Indian mm-hmm. uh, but then I met this dude he was black and there was no confusing it mm-hmm. and he was oh I'm from Guyana I'm like huh yeah, mm-hmm. you kind of like your brain compute. doesn't work really well right mm-hmm. there at the moment. It was right. kind of like the first time I met a Chinese Cuban. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he was, he he explained to me. He goes, "Yeah, he his his brother was actually a professional soccer player in Portugal." Mm. So, but anyway, yeah, it's like first time I met somebody that was Chinese and they started speaking Spanish. They're like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. Cuban. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> is your brain messes with your brain? Well, it's sure. the first time, and you've probably experienced the same thing. You say that in Guyana they have Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was dating this girl on her her father was Jamaican Chinese mm-hmm. and the first time you see somebody that looks Chinese mm-hmm. uh, in everything and all of a sudden they go bye let me yeah. talk to you mm-hmm. he goes, you don't for know real. what for do I'm like huh dude one of the <laughs> biggest like Caribbean like soca singers is from Jamaica his name is Byron Lee yeah he's oh, I heard a Chinese oh, dude yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. and like when I realized that I was yeah. like wait what a second like wait a second because like if you ever see any of his album covers yeah. mm-hmm. like it's just like scantily clad women because it's the Caribbean right like that's see, how we roll yeah, you mm-hmm. never really see you him. never see him yeah. but like we saw him in concert and I'm yeah. looking for like a black dude right because yeah. like, he's Jamaican right. right and then I see this like older like Chinese guy come out <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what is? Wait, and what then like, going you hear, on yeah, right like, now. dude, it's a it messes Soul with you. Soul knows sure. no color. It, it's yeah. kind of like the first time you saw Matis Yahoo. 
Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> oh, oh, the first God. time you saw, or the first time you saw Rick Astley. Oh, dude, yeah. redhead, yeah, yeah, for sure. Or, or is, is Luther behind him? Or? <laughs> or the first time people saw Adele, they were like, "Wait, what? Where's yeah. the sister at?" For real. Yeah, first time I heard Adele, I was like, "Dance hell fire!" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Go ahead, girl." Then you see, and you're like. Huh? Pasty, pasty British white girl says what? For real? Oh, I got another good one. Um, Taylor Dane. Oh my God! Like yeah. I wait. See, but I, I still don't think Taylor Dane's white. She's one of those, you know. But no, but like when you first hear her, you're thinking yeah. you're expecting Whitney. You're expecting Jodie Whitney. Yeah. And it's like, sure. well, who's this white woman? And yeah. where's the Whitney? <laughs> For real? <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you can go back to Tina Marie too. Oh, the Ivory Queen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Tina Marie. Square Biz. Yeah. That's, Square Biz is still my dream. Taylor, oh, do you say Taylor Dane? Yeah, Taylor, Taylor Dane. Yeah, Taylor Dane. Yeah, Taylor Dane. 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 Taylor you know, and she's very br- brutally honest, yeah. right? And <laughs> that's like, what's best, that's what's best about it. Kid. Yeah, it's because she's a kid. They right. have no filter. They and that, look, I mean, she she yet. has a little bit of a filter, but like when it comes to the food, like she's very yeah. descriptive. No, but that's what I mean. As yeah. far as kids go, like with food, they don't have a filter. No, and like <laughs> she's. Like, like to be able to identify, like she could tell the things I put in, yeah. like what I cook. Well, like she's like, palette, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Like she knows, so yeah. it's it's well, really cool. Well, she's always had an old soul too. Yeah, you know, because totally. like I remember, like because uh, we would see her at your house, of course, <laughs> but also like when she would come to our events you with you and everything, right? What? Ed heard me. <laughs> So anyway, dude, I'm not used to this not friendly, family uh, friendly stuff, dude. Like, yeah. it, I have to like flip a switch in my brain. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to get back oh, see, there's your problem. You yeah. set the evil. <laughs> but no, but it's like uh, no, it's uh, like uh, well, because like you know, a conversation with her, it's like talking to a grown up, yeah. you know, and everything. And honestly, I think she gets it from uh, you and your wife because uh, you guys are always like you know descriptive, mm-hmm. or you're always like you know straightforward and everything. Mm-hmm. So you now, yep, chip off both blocks. Well, so. thank you. Children speak at the level that you speak to them. Exactly. So people who baby talk and, right. and and talk to talk down to their kids, that's what they're they're going to be at the level they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. You talk to your kids, have a conversation like they're a human being because they, they are. are. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know that's why my kids can hold a conversation. Even well, they're adults now, but they could still hold their own and mm-hmm. swear a storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, okay. In my defense, I never swore in front of my kids when they were growing up. That was their mother. So and also their aunts, my sisters. I totally put the blame on them because my sister can use fuck as an adjective for pronoun <laughs> noun. Yeah, she's a typical New Yorker. She goes, "What the fuck with this fucking fuck? I don't fucking understand this motherfucker." I'm like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can you use another word? Yeah. So she'll she goes, never Fine. be on something else. So she'll <laughs> never be on a uh, network syndication. Oh, <laughs> hell no. bro! It's like why they don't show Scarface on TV. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like last two all seconds five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine your sister being censored. What is this forgetting, 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 monkey fellow? <laughs> Front door. Yeah. Front door. <laughs> goes, yeah. Yeah. What what is this forgetting front door forgetting <laughs> <laughs> I was like what oh man <laughs> That's too it, funny. It's funny man, when they go, yeah. F- they 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 uh, put in forgetting for yeah, f- yeah. yeah. No, it's so too anyway, funny. Yeah. Well, what we wanted to talk about today was yeah, we're we're just coming off a of Halloween. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about some other stuff that's in the news right now, but it's too depressing with the stuff mm-hmm. in Israel and all that. But shout out to them. I hope everything gets p- 
peaceful there. There was mm-hmm. so much horrible things in there, but I really don't want to get into it. Probably mm-hmm. in the next show because we're having a good time right now. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to talk about Halloween still. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ed, we wanted to share like Ooh. favorite Halloween spooky stories and and uh, stuff like that and party stories. Mm-hmm. You were telling me before Shell got here that mm-hmm. you have a story that you wanted to. Oh, hit. dude, how much time you have? I have lots. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Dude, but, I have oh, so many. But, I but could write me, a book. But tell me the one you were telling me about, about like some of the shit that's happened to you. Okay, so mm-hmm. I personally feel like me and my family were cursed. Like someone put a hex on us. Really? So like ever since I was like a kid, I could see things. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't talk about it much because, you know, I don't want to get like, you know, sent to like a mental institution. Right. But like I mean, I this see is something on the level when you were explaining to me, something like on the level of insidious. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Like Jesus. my life is insidious before like that movie was ever a thing. Right. Um so like there's there's these things that kind of like I see. And the more I see them, like the more vividly I see them um like something bad is going to happen right mm. so like there's this one that has this is the very first one that i ever saw and is still kind of follows me around um i call her abby mm-hmm. i don't know why there's just something that like it was that's her name mm-hmm. i don't even know if it's a girl but she or it uh is very daintily clad like so so i i, I draw and i paint what i see mm-hmm. right so she's very daintily clad, but she she kind of wears like a porcelain mask. So mm-hmm. she looks like one of those like old timey dolls, right? Mm-hmm. With a big red bow in her hair, mm-hmm. and um, you could kind of see through the eye holes that you know there's something not right, right? right. And as long as I could remember, like I never saw her hands. Like mm-hmm. she always had her hands like behind her back. So kind of some shit like Annabelle. Like yeah, Annabelle. yeah, but there's yeah. no like, there's nothing like physical tethered to her, right? right? Like it was just like this thing, and like anytime I would see her, like something bad was about to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So recently, I haven't seen her in a while, but recently she's been like coming over more, mm-hmm. and now I see her hands, and her hands are like real long, like like kind of like nails like slender man type yeah, yeah not that long but long yeah right like longer than a normal hand mm-hmm. and i'm like that's just weird but so i see all these things right mm-hmm. and one of the craziest things that happened recently was mm-hmm. so i i saw this face right right so i i said i'm gonna paint this face and normally when i paint i'll sketch right and then i'll start laying in all the different colors whatnot for some reason, and I don't do well with this, right? Because I, I don't know if it's because of my dyslexia or what it is right. with my brain. Like, I kind of have to have, like, a plan, mm-hmm. right? But, like, something was telling me, like, just jump in, right? Mm-hmm. So I started just, like, painting, like, mm-hmm. really, like, quickly. And, like, no rhyme or reason, but I saw something. It was almost like I was possessed, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I, I did this face, and the face doesn't have... Like there's there's no eyes, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's just like the face, and I I take pictures of it and I put it through an editing software that kind of smooths my brush strokes, so right. I kind of look like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing I edit. I mean, art is interpretation, exactly, yeah. right? So I'm like, okay, I gotta look like I know what I'm talking about or mm-hmm. doing, right? And and when I did that, eyes and pupils showed up. Oh wow! In the picture, uh-huh. and I'm all like. It wasn't there before. Yikes. Mm. So I'm like, how did that happen? It's clear that you could see mm. eyes and uh, pupils so, in there. So, yeah. if, so it felt like Abby possessed you while yeah. you were... Yeah, like something. Yeah. Dude, that's something, that, dude. That's yeah. what I call a priest in... in yeah. Well, oh, do you know how many times I've done that? <laughs> mm. 
Uh, so Cole Priest had burned the picture, bro. So right, we're right. from we're from Los Angeles, right? right yeah. And like my sister-in-law heard about this lady that uh, that like she will she'll massage like women that can't have kids mm -hmm. or like men, right. right? And she'll like do something like and allow you to have kids. Wait, she massages men? Well, she, yeah. like if yeah. if if like the men, well, she won't massage there, <laughs> but like. Sorry, not there. My head went you'll there. always make your head always goes there. Not there, yeah. but she'll massage you. Right, I got right? it. I got it. So, so, so when when my wife would well, so she's helped so many people that were infertile, like have kids. Like yeah. th there's there's like always like a a line of people waiting to get into her house to like wow. be massaged. Right, and not only that, but like she's so she's Catholic, but she's kind of like a witch doctor. Yeah, right. So she does these things. I that, mean, they got that in Catholicism. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's almost like a miracle worker type of situation. Yeah, yeah. but it's kind of like almost like I kind of like I, to me, it's kind of like borderline like Santeria or like voodoo right. almost, right? Mm -hmm. Well, because like voodoo, Santero, a lot of this stuff is based in exactly. Like Catholic culture. I was just gonna say yeah, that. because the reason is because in Santorismo, basically it was uh, Western African uh, gods. And they had to disguise them as Catholic mm -hmm. deities, so that way they can go ahead and get away with. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, no, they have it a very uh, close, uh, intertwined relationship. Yeah, with Catholicism totally. And which, Santa, yeah. which makes the whole like uh, you know witchcraft like um, fear and everything so ironic if you mm -hmm. think about it. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. isn't it? So <laughs> we would go when we found out that my wife was pregnant. We would go and like my daughter would kind of like. You know, as kids do, like they spin around, and you need to get them in position and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this lady would be able to feel my wife's belly, and like, okay, I need to move her, mm -hmm. and she would be able to do that and stuff. But like every time I would go there, like she would kind of look at me weird, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm all like, you know, I don't speak a lot of Spanish, mm -hmm. and she didn't speak English, so I kind of just like assumed was, you know, it was like because I don't speak Spanish, right? Mm -hmm. And and I would tell my wife, I'm like, dude, like, do you think I should tell her about like what I see? Right. And she's like, well, I don't, I don't want her to get weirded out or anything. Yeah. She right. might, she might have been what a lot of Latins call as a, they call them a curandera. A curandera is kind of like a healer. Mm. They mm -hmm. they can, they, it's metaphysical. Mm -hmm. Like they're on the, like another planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that yeah, because I've met a lot of those in my yeah, life. Yeah, maybe. I used to visit yeah. one. You ever see? You ever heard of something called a butanica? It's yeah. kind of like a yerberia yeah. where the Mexicans go. Mm -hmm. A botanica is the same thing where they'll go and bless a candle and do something on it and give it to you and you tell you they tell you burn it. Once you light it, don't turn it off. Right. It's it's basically it's it's more like Wicca mm -hmm. or Wiccan. Yeah. Wicca, I think it is Wicca. Wiccan. Did it Wiccan? Mm -hmm. Then it is uh, witchcraft. So because mm -hmm. it has to do with nature. Nature. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I mean, long story short, so she, my wife told her and okay. she's like i know like i i feel it i see like there's this negativity yeah, surrounding him around, right yeah so so she was like you know can does he want me to bless him right and i'm like yeah mm -hmm. so she goes and gets a dozen eggs right and she like lets me feel them and like look at them and she's like they're just eggs right. she's like i'm gonna pray over you so she did, and I have a bad back, so she massaged my back. And the crazy thing was, like, all she uses is just, like, baby oil yeah. and, like, lotion. Mm -hmm. Like, 99-cent store lotion. Mm -hmm. Nothing fancy. No. But she massaged my back, and, like, my back, like, burnt. Wow. Yeah. Like, it was hot. For them, it's about yeah. the, the touch. Yeah. It's not what they're putting on no. you. No. It's yeah. their energy. Yes, giving, going they're into you. They're passing their energy to you. Yeah. So she did that, and then she got the eggs, and she kind of, like... 
rub them like over me, like head to toe. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my wife and stuff. And then after she would do that, she would put the eggs in like, you know, like a grocery bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like she finished everything. And you could see this lady was exhausted, right. like spent. Like she was dripping sweat. I mean, her room, the room where we're in was, you know, nice. It was comfortable. Right. But she was like just dripping sweat, just tired. Yeah. And then she gets the bag and she's like, feel the bag. So I grabbed the bag and the bag felt like it was 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. And all it was was those eggs that she rubbed on us. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that sucked up all all the energy. Yeah. Yeah. 10 pounds of negative energy? Seriously, dude. So then she's like, okay. Now I have to go to the backyard and I have to bury it. Yeah. Right. I have to get rid of it. I'm very familiar. I'm very familiar with what you say. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. So she did that. And I mm-hmm. mean, it's been years. And like ever since she did that, there was like a good, huge, like a sizable chunk of time mm-hmm. where I didn't see these things. And like terribly, like horrible things weren't happening. Right. And like it's been a minute. So you've been cleansed. I was. Yeah. And I think it wore off. It can. Because, like, all <laughs> kinds of stuff has it, just yeah, been going can, wrong. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it goes because, away after a while. Yeah, because the evil can come back mm-hmm. and sometimes in greater force. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, there's so much. You can contain evil, but you can't. No, you can't get rid it. of it. No, because mm-hmm. it's, it's there. Mm-hmm. So much now, like insurance. Like, Exactly, <laughs> in taxes. Yeah. And, like, now, like, Abby. Yeah. Like Trump. Yeah. <laughs> like, Abby yeah. totally has friends. Yeah. Because now I see other things oh, that man. I didn't see before. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, yeah, always yeah. in the corner of my eye. And, like, I'm always doing, like, double takes. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, I was talking to one of my friends. And he was, like, dude, how do you not, like, constantly shit yourself? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, well, like, I, it's my choice, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. I either, like, I'm afraid and I don't do anything or, like, I continue and do the best that I can with what I have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, dude, it's nuts, man. So, mm-hmm. it's 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 hard. But, yeah, dude, I have so many yeah. stories, yeah. man. I have so many. Yeah, hearing the story, actually, it all because I always um, believed in past lives, mm-hmm. you know, reincarnation and all that. And from the sound of it, it almost sounds like you could have been a shaman in a past life. Because with shamanism is like, you know, the access to the spirit world or like, you know, any type of dimension and everything. And so I think you seeing Abby is like your shaman past life, like seeing this and everything. Because you said that uh, your family, like you may think that your family was cursed in some way and everything. Yeah, all of us, man. We all have like some bad juju, man. So that may have like, you know come over from like a past life and everything yeah. like mm-hmm. uh you know there's like that term sins of the father mm-hmm. and whatnot and everything mm-hmm. so i think i mean there's that explanation mm-hmm. what have you but honestly i think it, it ties a lot with that so and sins it's of, funny because my parents, father could explain a lot of my fucked up yeah, life. yeah. <laughs> my, my my parents ever since i was a kid and it's yeah. funny because you kind of mentioned this with my daughter like mm-hmm. my parents ever since i was little was like you've been here before right like mm-hmm. there's things that i that i knew that like were possible for me to know and mind you this is like i'm a child of the 80s right like there was no internet and things so it's like how did i know the things that i knew Mm -hmm. yeah but i did and now my daughter's that same way like Mm -hmm. dude she's been here before a lot of for sure yeah especially a lot of the people where our families come from believe Mm -hmm. in that yeah like you've had a past life right you've been been here before Mm -hmm. um a lot of that's been happens in my family Mm -hmm. like a lot of that shit and now and now explain like those uh you know deja vu Mm -hmm. like you have a moment where it's like that's happened before but then as soon as you realize it 
it's never happened before. Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. 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 percent. My mom used to visit with a lady that was similar to that. Like, um, there was one time where I used to sleep with an egg in a glass of water underneath my bed, and I had no clue why. And that was because it was to keep uh, the spirits away um, from hurting me because I used to have really bad like night terrors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mother did that. And then sometimes they do that. And then when they crack the egg open, it's black. On yeah. the inside. And, and people think that this is bullshit, but it, I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the crazy stories that I wanted to share was I seen, and I was uh, talking to you about it before I was dating this girl. We lived mm-hmm. together. It was, it, it was, uh, her family was from also from Guyana, but they were Hindi. They were Hindu from Guyana and we lived together, but we didn't sleep together. Her parents, her parents said it was cool that I lived in their house, but we mm-hmm. couldn't sleep in the same bed, so I had my own bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and chastity belt. Uh, well, no. <laughs> <But anyway. laughs> so, <they're> like, <laughs> it's an everlast. <laughs> like, not under our roof. Oh, what you don't know. Uh, anyway, so the thing is that one and her ex-boyfriend apparently in the Hindu culture, you can put curses on people, mm-hmm. and you can send you can send a demon after them. And in the Hindu culture, they have shit like that, and where you can control them. So apparently, he put it on her, and he used this dude. There's these guys that do like it's almost like witchcraft mm-hmm. uh, to sick a demon on somebody, mm-hmm. and so he did because he, apparently he was mad. Talk about being mad and bringing mm-hmm. on somebody. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm so mad. At, he goes, I'm not gonna burn your house down, but I'm gonna sick a demon Torment on you, Torment you yeah. for the rest mm-hmm. of eternity. Anyway, so. One night, I was telling Ed about this before you came in. Uh, I was laying in bed, and I hear her screaming. So I run up. I throw her door open, and I see something fly out the window. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. You know, we all, we all, I thought for a second somebody tried to break in, but it was on the second floor, and there was mm-hmm. no way down, no fire escape, and mm-hmm. it just went out the window. So mm-hmm. unless this motherfucker could, you know, jump down and do a super fucking superhero landing, mm-hmm. uh, he was gone. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. And that's when she and her father decided to explain to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, y'all tell me this shit after I move in. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> right on. Yeah, curse. Yay. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward a while later, um, I was laying in bed again, and I hear her screaming, and I go to get up, and I can't get up. Like, I, I have what they call sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. where you're being held, it feels like you're being held down. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're conscious, but your body doesn't move. Mm-hmm. And I feel a breath on me. Mm-hmm. And then when I open my eyes, there's nothing there. And then I'm able to get up, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, there was something on top of me holding me down. Mm-hmm. And I still get chills to this day. I'm like, that. Uh, hmm. so they had to have a spiritual leader come in bless the house her mom used to once a week brush the house out with um in their tradition or in their culture mm-hmm. uh to sweep out the bad things mm-hmm. they use a um it, it's um oh it's a broom but it's made from like uh reeds yeah mm-hmm. pointer broom yeah mm-hmm. so like almost like a witch's broom mm-hmm. yeah and she had to brush the whole house with that like mm-hmm. once or twice a week to get rid of everything and she used to have to tap it up on the walls and everything mm-hmm. and it freaked me out dude it freaked me out so much i was like listen i don't know like mm-hmm. like i'm not into the because i've seen back back when i was a kid i saw someone who was uh and this is why people i i watch horror movies with a different point of view from some other people because i saw somebody being exercised mm-hmm. uh and it's real. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Right. Um, 
it, it, this person was screaming and yelling and they were slapping them with a Bible mm-hmm. and chanting over them and you could hear them saying things in a language they didn't speak and it was terrifying. Yeah, it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. And, and I was a little kid, mind you. Puerto Ricans don't, don't, you know how people go, oh, you know, protect your kids from things. Puerto Ricans don't give a fuck. Well, I was so desensitized <laughs> growing up, it's not even funny. Right. You know, somebody get punched in the face next to me and we're like, oh, look at that, that happened. Anyway, <laughs> So here I am, I was like maybe 10 years old watching an exorcism, and dude, let me tell you something, one of those horrified, that shit was to haunt me to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, I was telling these guys last week, I have nightmares where uh, break-ins. So like, I never really sleep. I sleep, but I don't, uh, because I'm always afraid somebody's gonna break in, because mm-hmm. from when I was a kid, right before Christmas, somebody mm-hmm. broke into the house. Mm-hmm. We weren't home, but still, that scarred me, and I don't. Yeah. I, didn't re- I didn't even realize that it scarred me until like I was in my thirties. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why. Because mm-hmm. there were sometimes even living in an apartment, I would with <laughs> on the second floor, and I would sleep with a baseball bat next because I just I never felt, mm-hmm. safe, and I still yeah. don't. I never feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. my girlfriend tries to insist the neighborhood that we live in. She goes, oh, it's safe. Everyone around us own guns, and we're in the middle of the block. And who's yeah. going to decide? I was like, listen. I was like, I don't know who could do what. I don't mm-hmm. know why people choose who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? but mm-hmm. and but anyway, going back to that, I believe in the spiritual world. I've mm-hmm. seen shit that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I would never like look at your story like yours and be like, yeah, whatever, it's in your mm-hmm. head. No, dude, shit yeah. happens mm-hmm. bro, that we cannot explain. Mm-hmm. You, know? you yeah. gonna say, Jay? Uh, I got a story as well, and it was just recent actually, and I've never really told anyone this because I really don't know how to make of it. Um, so. One of the arts I, I practice is um, Japanese sword, uh, Shinkendo Niaido. And um, we would have a cutting sessions uh, called Tamashigiri. And so basically, uh, Tamashigiri is where, um, you know, in feudal Japan, as a way to test, cut like the new swords and everything, they would cut like, you know, um, wet wrapped bamboo mats mm. to like, and they'll have like, you know, the most top like, you know, uh, samurai to use it and everything. And so, um, my uh, soke or shihan uh, who was like um who was pretty much like almost like a second dad to me um passed away back mm. in 2018 i believe mm. and so um one of um the items that uh, that was that's treasured by us is his sword and we we used to call it the cattle oh, no no we still do sorry uh we call it the cadillac mm. because it was such a really you know um, but what do you call it like a fancy like you know design sword and everything it's very rare mm. too like he got it in um you know during his travels to japan like years ago and everything and so um i go up to my sensei i was like oh it's okay if i try out that naval sword uh, it was a um a japanese navy sword that we used to have um and she thought oh you mean um shihan sword i'm like whoa his sword like do you want to use it i'm like i don't know it's this is Shihan's sword. There's mm-hmm. so much history and everything. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I can. I was still nervous because it's holding his sword and everything. And so once I held the sword, this spirit almost came over me. Mm. And I thought it was just, you know, because I'm nervous, you know, I'm using Shihan's sword and I don't want to, you know, break it or yeah. like bent it or do anything, something, yeah. do something. Um, and so it basically, it felt like when luke held anakin's lightsaber the first time in the first in a uh, new hope mm-hmm. so you held it up to your eye yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> and so i do the cuts 
and something felt different about these cuts like they were almost they were very precise mm. they were very like technically clean and, and everything and so i thought oh because i was nervous i didn't want to wreck you know ruin the story and everything i just thought oh my my game was just up and everything mm -hmm. but i look back to that day and it got me thinking about psychometry it's like basically where you hold an object and like you can get like the history behind it like basically it's kind of like that movie vibes with jeff goldblum and a Sidney mm -hmm. lopper mm -hmm. where he can know the history of an item just by holding it and so i always felt that when i held uh that sword i felt his spirit as well as his technique because like when i saw these cuts like they're not like my like when i use other swords and everything you know you know there's like a little bit of like waviness and everything but with these cuts they were precise so it almost felt like shihan's spirit was in the sword which transcended to me and then when i cut i cut like him you were the conduit pretty much yeah. that's a, honestly that's like the best way to yeah, uh, feel and everything ninja three the domination <laughs> i didn't have to drink milk or anything no. <laughs> you were possessed by a shokasugi right that'd be dope actually yeah, he's right. still alive though so no well i guess yeah you could no no <laughs> but no but he could be inside you though right oh. Ooh. <laughs> i mean ninja dead. Ninja dead. <laughs> yeah. but uh Wait, but no i to, i was it to yeah. quote george takai yeah oh my okay. <laughs> but i i didn't think too much of it maybe because i didn't want to think too much of it mm. it's like but i just couldn't help but feel like his spirit um you know being there mm -hmm. when i cut because um you know our uh, our dojo it's kind of like a new age type of dojo we because we do like you know ranky mm -hmm. and we also do exercises where it's like tapping within our own energy our own soul and everything and so we always said that you know shihan may be physically gone but he's still with us mm -hmm. like his spirit is still there and everything mm -hmm. within the dojo mm -hmm. which is funny because like every time i mess up a kata i can just feel him going like ah do it yeah. again <laughs> or well, something like that the, the thing is that a lot of people believe that we don't ever really leave mm -hmm. this world we mm -hmm. we we convert into energy mm -hmm. and like yeah there's people who in the religious belief believe there's an afterlife but for the most part science tells us that you we we change energy mm -hmm. we become something different mm -hmm. and that's what people call the spirit mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and a lot of times that's when people think they see ghosts it's somebody's physical energy that they see well not physical energy but their their energy that manifesting they see. yeah mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. so we never really leave this mm -hmm. world so mm -hmm. uh, but yeah it could be it's a big big possibility yeah. yeah yeah and but yeah but um honestly like everything that everything weird that happens in our lives you know right. honestly i like to like you know believe in like there has to be a scientific explanation mm -hmm. and everything and i think we we think that or at least I think that as to show uh, as a way to like comfort ourselves right. because so, we don't want to think the weirdest thing to happen, no. you know. But honestly, with your story, with Gus's story, and, yeah, and my and everything, I think that's a societal thing. People want to tell people, oh, well, that because it doesn't explain it. Mm -hmm. Right? But there's unexplained things that happen every day, mm -hmm. and we don't know because not everyone can know everything. And yeah. Even though some people think they do. Yeah. Uh, they call them conservatives. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like that goes back to like the Salem witch uh, trials yeah, well, and everything. And who was the ones? The, the conservatives. conservatives. Right. So I think, yeah. yeah, that whole like stigma of yeah. like, if we think of the supernatural, then that means something it's, bad's going to happen or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So, it's yeah. bookish. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's go take a quick break. We need into some other Halloween stories. We'll be mm -hmm. right back.
And we're back. Thank you guys to continue to hang out with us. And Edible Eds, Ed, we thank we, we appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, so we, you told us a fascinating story, but we wanted to talk about something fun, like or fun, tragic, whatever. Depending, uh, depending uh, on your uh, point of view. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe something you did as a kid for Halloween, like traditions or uh, parties you've been to. Mm-hmm. I know, Jay, there's a story you've been dying to share, so... So I'll let you go ahead first. Yeah, so um, the haunted houses, that's like a cornerstone mm-hmm. of like all Halloween and everything, you know. And so I remember my first haunted house experience. And it was when my family, it was like around like uh, Halloween 93, my family, we moved into this uh, new apartment complex called uh, Deerwood. And it's in uh, Rancho Bernardo. So it's like a very like, you know, upper middle class type of area. So Deerwood Apartments was very family friendly. Like the, um, at the what do you call it, the rental office, they would always have like, you know, activities, mm. after school stuff and That's everything. Cool. And they go all out for Halloween because like their rental office is actually a three level um, building. Mm. So you had the middle area, which was the uh, rental office and everything. They had a clubhouse right across the way. Top was like another like um, another clubhouse for like the after school programs, and at the bottom is like the pool access, gym access, and the arcade. Mm. Like they had arcade machines. They had Street Fighter, which is oh, dope. Sick, yeah. So got my fighting game education there. <laughs> so um, when we moved into Deerwood, it was right when it was actually the beginning of like a uh, Halloween and everything. So back in October, actually. And so um, we hear about, like, oh, they're on Halloween. They're going to have, like, a haunted house at the uh, rental office. So this should be fun and everything. So I went. it was me, my mom, and my uncle. And um, so we go there. And when I say all out, I mean all out. Mm. That place scared the shit out of me. Oh. It was so fucking horrifying. <laughs> I, I, they must have got Rick Baker, Tom oh, Savini man. on the payroll or something because like the effects were so good. And they used the strobe light. The thing is, the strobe light fucks with your sensories mm-hmm. and everything. You have no idea what's going on. And so I remember being very scared because, like, you know, I was nine and I was holding my mom's uh, hand very tight and everything. And my uh, uncle, he was the fun uncle and everything so he would like talk shit and everything like oh what's up cuz and everything I, i'm scared of you and, and, and um yeah but yeah so we're, i was that uncle yeah <laughs> and so um and i remember there was they had the operating table mm. and they had the sheet and you see like the blood with like coming from like the surgery wound and everything oh you said the sheet my bad what'd you think i said yeah but no, no no serious poop <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I was like they had the shit. Yeah. I, I mean, like I'm pretty sure some kids shot themselves that yeah, night. Yeah, for sure, it sounds like it. Yeah. Who takes a kid into a, a fucking the funkle house was like that, dude? The '90s, Johnny's funkle, uh, the the funkle, the funkle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So we go through the haunted house and everything. We leave and like we get back home and I'm like doing the whole like. Little mm-hmm. rocket back and forth though, because it it was the scariest shit ever. Me. It was. Can't sleep, me. <laughs> and I'm like, I was That's scared. Simpsons cut right, Seriously, right? Dude. But yeah, man. But like, you know, looking back, I was like, God damn! Like, th- I, that was a cool haunted house and everything. Because yeah. the thing is, like, you want to be scared. Like, yeah. we don't want to be scary and everything. We don't want to see that shit. But like, after the high has come has come down, and you're okay and whatnot, you realize. God damn, that was a really good haunted house. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I feel like I think that like 
set my standard high for haunted houses mm-hmm. now yeah i was like okay if you can't scare me like i was when i was like nine and everything then nah yeah you gotta set your game up your oh yeah your absolutely punk as shit, you know? yeah yeah um me That's it funny. was mm-hmm. a funny story now that we're gonna talk about haunted houses we might as well keep it going mm-hmm. uh this is gonna be a deep cut for people back in orlando shout out to o-town mm-hmm. i'm kidding i lived there for a while i don't even care uh <laughs> my brother and sister still live there though uh there's a place back in the day this was also in the 90s it was called terror on church street mm. it was a year-round mm. haunted house and it was a three-story 25 minute walkthrough mm-hmm. so it was like a big giant warehouse they converted into this haunted house and every section had its different theme like mm. there was a graveyard there was a hospital there was mm-hmm. an insane asylum shit like that mm-hmm. and i remember one time i was living there my sister came down to visit my oldest sister came down to visit she brought my niece uh my sister was probably in her 30s my niece was like eight nine years old maybe something like that my niece is only nine years younger than me uh, as in true Puerto Rican families, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have to have a. <laughs> I got a nephew that's a year older than me. Anyway, um, so she went with us, and I'm like, "You sure of this?" Because I had gone there through guys in my age. I was like 19 at the time. What we would do is we take girls there because it would scare them senseless, so they haul a hug up on mm-hmm. them. So you know, man, yeah, you get so a little play yeah, right there. Exactly. Yeah. So we would go. So my brother and I had gone through it like a few times. But every few weeks, they change it so mm. they can bring people back again. So they change it up. Anyway, so my sister had never been in anything like this. The, the closest thing was like in Coney Island Holiday House was that cheesy shit mm-hmm. around in the car. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. a witch on a string. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a very dated yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they haven't changed it since like 1940. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, why, why fix what ain't broke? <laughs> no, they broke. Um, so we go and I tell my sister are you sure I said because I know you get scared easy my sister's a chicken shit Mm. so she was like yeah yeah we'll be fine my niece is 10 I was like this is not for her Mm. so she went because you walk in groups of uh, it was 8 to 10 Mm. Uh, so my niece is sandwiched in between the adults and she's right in front of me Uh, so we're walking through and halfway through we're getting scared there's like a clowns and shit like that and there's a room that has dolls hanging from everywhere because mm. dolls can be fucking creepy mm. way before annabelle those fucking porcelain face dolls and shit those are creepy as fuck mm. or the little like marionettes yeah well yeah, even, yeah. oh especially when somebody like hangs them from the ceiling and they're yeah. like, fucking, like people don't like you ever watch the movie the boy Mm-hmm. that fucking doll is terrifying mm-hmm. so we're walking through and my sister we had to run at one point because freddie was chasing us <laughs> and uh freddie kroger yeah freddie Freddy kroger <laughs> nightmare in aisle three <laughs> Freddy kroger. why does it sound like an snl <laughs> skit i don't know uh, but i should be a writer i'm not, saying it's not it should be yeah. <laughs> pete davidson beat freddie <laughs> <laughs> maybe tonight dude oh there uh, you go He's well he is hosting yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, pete davidson is freddie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I could just uh, damn no I'm just I can't picture not picture that yeah, uh, you're welcome yeah perfect Freddy Kroger yeah <laughs> Freddy Kroger <laughs> clean up an aisle five <laughs> nightmare on aisle seven six <laughs> your coupons uh, don't work here <laughs> <laughs> double homicide I mean coupon there you uh, go so we're walking through it after that all i hear is her go oh my god i pissed myself and oh. i thought she was kidding no she literally wow this woman pissed herself jesus <laughs> so we continue walking and i told her i told you you were gonna be fucking scared this is some scary shit so i'm walking th- we're walking through 
And then this clown jumps out and he screams at my niece, who's my niece, ten years old, and she starts screaming bloody murder. She's terrified, and he screams back at her, and her like he got really close to her, and I turned to him in a, uh, quite the Brooklyn I could have like motherfucker, I'ma knock you out. Yeah, he went. <laughs> into the shadows he, he saw the look on my face he was like okay <laughs> I scared the clown dude because that's how scared she got and I was like I was so mad that yeah there was another time we, I tell you we went through it a few times my brother's friend who was in high school he was about 6'2 250 pounds in high school they were he's all a, on the football team he's a cop yeah <laughs> Now, no, he's a fisherman. I don't know. No, no, no. He was a cop in high school. <laughs> twenty-one. That was a twenty-one Jump Street yeah. shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, this kid was a punk, dude. One time, I had to save him from a fight because he was afraid this five-foot-four guy was gonna beat him up. <laughs> I swear to God, I laughed so hard. They took me up there, and I was like, I look at this kid. I'm gonna go. This is what you're afraid of. Yeah. I was like, this. You could put him in your pocket, and you hey. scared of him. Anyway, so we go there with him and these couple of girls, right? And you know he wasn't getting any play that night because one, there was a group of five of us, so there's two girls and us three guys. And he tells my brother, "I want to be right behind you." Yeah, I'm like freezing. Before Come I was to my <laughs> so he wouldn't even he wouldn't even let the girls be in front of him, like to quote unquote protect them. Yeah. So I went all the way last, and the girls were between us. And he got so scared, he picked my brother up by the belt picked him up my brother's feet were not on the ground and he ran a good 20 feet with him holding him up like Jesus. he was so scared and left the girls behind wow oh my God. <laughs> i'm like well we know who not to invite to Seriously. well where was that strength when he was being you know hassled by joe pesci yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny you say that because it, it was, was joe pesci <laughs> I'm just picturing him like no. just like throwing the smoke at like because high school kids. Was, I go. It was because it, it was a small town in Florida, and uh, I don't know if you guys ever grew up or lived or wherever in a small town. All the kids congregate at the shopping center. Yeah, that's where they congregate. So mm -hmm. this was always on the weekends. It was by the McDonald's and the movie theater and the video mm -hmm. game room mm -hmm. was right there. Yeah. So they, everybody was there. Anyway, I get a call from my brother that there's some shit starting. So I drive up there. I'm about to throw down. And this kid was named Sean. Big ass kid. Like I said, he was a lineman on the football team. Mm -hmm. He says that some dude's going to try to threaten to kick his ass. So me and my brother grew up there. My brother is already a black belt in Taekwondo. I know how to fuck people up just because. Yeah. You're to say, I know crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we go up there and I expect this big giant dude and a bunch of guys. It was these two five foot six little fucking Puerto Rican dudes. And he goes, oh, you don't know me. I'm from the Bronx. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't want to know you and I'm from Brooklyn so what's your point right. and he's like oh you're from Brooklyn what's up and he put his hand out I was like bro you better put your hand out before I knock that shit out yeah. and he just looked at me I'm like what and he just backed out I was like that's how you do it you big fuck mm. I, I looked at him and said next time you call me up and somebody looks like that I'm fucking you up mm -hmm. <laughs> well dude okay so, and he apologized to me well, I'm like you motherfucker well dude your friend well, see, it's a whole self esteem thing man like, oh it is like even though like he's a big dude and everything if his self esteem is shit yeah. mm -hmm. then every everyone would like see, would, um, push him around it's true but all yeah. it takes is to you to do one long uh, one fucking green mile to a motherfucker grab just one of them by the throat pick yeah. him up off his feet and everybody else would be like okay don't fuck with you mm -hmm. I think that's the fear of the unknown it is yeah it is mm -hmm. yeah but but like you said like here once you actually stand up for yourself you're like yeah. oh shit 
I was afraid of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, and the little dude, he had a, mm-hmm. he had like a, what do they call it? Uh, Napoleon complex. Mm-hmm. Little man syndrome. Was he, mm-hmm. was he baby Joker? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's Puerto Rican. We don't go by like baby Joker. We go like by Skittles. Hey, and shit like yeah. that. it doesn't matter the title. It's still that yeah. type of energy. You, you laugh, but I do know a guy growing up named Skittles. No, so, dude. Yeah. I knew. Well, yeah. I mean. I'm I just picturing him with like yeah. his pants like halfway down his ass yeah. and like the beanie. Well, in my, in my less, uh, in my less uh, distinguished days, I don't know. I was uh, called Dash. Dash? Dash. Well, because I could actually run when I was younger. Uh-huh. I, I could uh, keep up with everyone or outrun some people. Dash like, Matos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. They called me Dash. That was my tag up name. Cause, right. Because, like, literally, I was a, I was a part of an uh, enthusiastic, rabble rousing group of young men. Thugs. <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote. And the Young Lords. The Young Lords? Oh. Yeah, the Young Lords. Mm-hmm. And I used to, I used to get asked to chase people mm. to catch them and I, and I could <laughs> like a dog yeah pretty much <laughs> Go back on it. <laughs> pretty much yeah I was like, you should have called you duke <laughs> uh, what like a poo no like because no. like this typical dog name no, i know this yeah. duke is poop too well i was thinking d-u-k-e oh okay uh, damn this this <laughs> nigga, is, this nigga this and guy. his fucking like shit fetish man yeah, yeah, goes Shai, 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 i'm not german Fuck you. i don't know with the, ama- <laughs> with the amount of uh references uh, all, all due respect to the germans yeah uh up. they make sex stuff uh, so do uh, you got any haunted house stories um well since you guys gave like scary ones I'll give a, a more lighthearted well, one. Well, mine was kind of funny. My yeah, it was funny. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> mine was like child. Mine was like Goosebumps kid yeah, scary. So, oh, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Goosebumps, they're bringing it back out. Yeah, I heard dude, it. They have yeah. It's yeah. on Disney it, Plus already. It started yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Disney Plus? Yeah. Disney yeah, they Plus. Start, yeah, it started Just yesterday. Long Damn. Long Justin Long is oh, right the first on. one. Yeah, he's possessed yeah. by some the, teenage ghost. Right. Yeah. They're trying to take revenge on the kids of the people that killed him. Well, Jason goes to hell plot? Dang. Pretty much, yeah, for children. Is this yeah. kid that's killed by his other friends and or other kids in high school? Mm-hmm. I guess accidentally in a car mm-hmm. accident. Right. So he's ghost. It, it possesses Justin Long, the new guy in town, mm-hmm. to to take revenge to on the kids. That's pretty heavy yeah. for Goosebumps. Seriously, it's usually like it's like scary, but like kids oh, no. scary. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. it's still like supposed to be funny. Yeah, but it's more. Yeah, I think it's more that they've realized that the teenagers nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, ain't gonna get scared by well, going boogly boogly boogly. Well, yeah, because like back then, like you know, because I used to read all the Goosebumps books and everything, yeah. and like they were scary to a kid, but mm-hmm. they were like family fairy friendly mm-hmm. scary, like Monster Blood about like that mutated hamster, uh, or like the kid who got turned into a bee, or mm-hmm. like what do you call it, the um the puppet mm-hmm. and everything. So okay, first of all, puppets are scary. Period. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking uh, not the Jeff Dunham ones, but like uh, the old ones. What was it? Uh, ventriloquist. The ventri- old ventriloquist dummies that just move the eyes and the mouth went up and down. That's mm-hmm. just a terrifying. Oh, the ones that scared your friend. Yeah, that one too. Because he's a puppet. Because he's a puppet. Because <laughs> he was little. You don't know me, man. I'm from the Bronx. I got strings. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no string on me. <laughs> there ain't no strings on me, nigga. <laughs> That's why they call me Skittle, not puppy. <laughs> <laughs> little puppy. <laughs> they, kill, uh, they kill Paco. <laughs> <laughs> they kill Killer, yo. <laughs> Hey, kill killer. I'm Cuban B. <laughs> yes, Cuban B. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, before you go into your story, yeah, yeah. I want to watch that. I haven't watched it in, in Tales a from the Hood. Tales from the oh, Hood. I was going to yeah. talk about that in our last episode, uh, but we didn't get hood. time. But damn, that movie, man, let me tell you. 
It wasn't it hosted by Snoop Dogg. No, mm. Clarence uh, Williams the oh, third. Because he, Snoop Dogg did one similar. Yeah, Dogg did one. He's like the crypt keeper. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, you were yeah. saying you were gonna tell us a funny story about a haunted well, house. Well, the funny thing is, so I grew up in Los Angeles, and like you know, we'd got like the neighborhood I grew up in was uh, nicer than most. But I, my brother, well, I eventually went to high school in Burbank, and that's like the epicenter of Hollywood, right? Burbank. So like, yeah, so you, like so you went to school with a lot of white kids. No, I really? didn't actually. In Burbank. Yeah, it was I think mostly that's where they had like the old Tonight Show, right? Like, yeah, yeah, so the old Tonight Show was yeah. like right across the street from my school, mm-hmm. and like Disney Studios was right across the street. Uh, Universal was down the street, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers down the street, so it was yeah. literally in the heart of like Hollywood, right? Dang, nice. and like one of my brother's friends mm-hmm. uh, lived in like a really nice area of Burbank, mm-hmm. and she would have a Halloween party every year. And she was, she's white, yeah. right? So, like, we would go, and she, I guess we were yeah. kind of like the token, like, minority friends. So, it was, right? was kind of like the, the Halloween parties here, like, on 90210. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah. It's totally oh, there's like one a black movie. dude, and, well, like, you can't, you only have one. Well, yeah. yeah. That and the costumes look like it was made by a Hollywood designer. No, seriously, right. dude, that was her it wasn't costumes like every year. Yeah. Her, like, yeah, because yeah. her mom worked for Warner Brothers. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, so, oh, she wow. had access to all this stuff. Like, she had legit, like, props and stuff like that. Yeah. And we would show up and i remember like you know because like for me a party growing up was like everyone would bring something mm-hmm. you know like it was all like family style like you know and like then there was style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and there was dancing and like yeah. everyone would you know leave like at two in the morning because you're partying all night mm-hmm. but yeah. this was like a literal white person party mm-hmm. you show up like there's a range of time mm-hmm. right like so it was like five to nine mm-hmm. you show up we go and like there was an agenda like you show up <laughs> wow gets we're there gonna bob, we're gonna bob for apples i'm not even kidding party that sounds like yeah. a timeshare no type for of real it was crazy right yeah, so like nuts. my brother and i like we were kind of like wow this is different but uh-huh. like okay so we would go and like I, this is the first time i ever had a bowl of chili yeah like, I only ever had it on something. Yeah. Right. Like a chili dog, a chili burger. A bowl of she chili. She literally yeah. was like, there's a crock pot full of chili. Help yourself. And I'm like, well, what do we put it on? And she's like, in a bowl. And you put it in a bowl, and there was diced onions and shredded cheese. And there I mean, that does sound pretty bomb, though. Oh, no, it yeah. was great, yeah. right? Yeah. And ever yeah. since then, like, that was like... Like I'm like, wow, yeah. you could do more with chilies than yeah. just eating on a hot dog. And meanwhile, his friends Paris are going to some cultured swine. No, for real, dude. So it was a trip, right? So yeah. we would go and like we would have like the bobbing for apples and all that stuff, do all that. But then we would go trick or treating in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and like in L- in Los Angeles, and and I mean most, I think some people know uh, there was a DJ named Rick Dees. Yeah, wait. Yeah, the radio. Yeah, disco duck. Yeah, disco duck. Right, yeah, but like you know, mo- like yeah. other than that, like yeah. people don't know who oh, he was. He but he was huge. He held. He was on the Z Morning Zoo in New York for a while. He's actually hosted a lot of TV shows. He was yeah. host uh, New Year's Rock and Eve. Yeah, he was, like, he was basically the original yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. for sure. And Disco Duck was like number one for like a yeah. while, a long time. Which yeah. a lot of people still to this day are like, what? Yeah. So he lived not far, right? And we would go in that neighborhood. And he would give out like full candy bars. Ooh, he was that so, house. Oh, dude, wow. but like mm-hmm. everyone there would. Like right. you would just get the best candy. Yeah. <laughs> so we would go yeah. trick-or-treating for a couple hours mm-hmm. and then go back to her house for more chili. Uh-huh. And we would play um, uh, a golden eye. Yeah, because that's what you want to put in teenagers. Oh, yeah. Because that's what you want to put in teenagers, a bunch of beans. Right. <laughs> and then put, them in a, then put them in a closed room together. No, this is white people chili, no beans. It's okay. just meat. It's just Unseasoned meat, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. it was like from a can, but it was no, oh, no beans. Oh, yeah. like denty? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like you know that. Right. Yeah. No, that's but, beef stew. See, see, honestly, yeah. but, it's but, <laughs> but, but hey, you know, it was all right. Meat, you know? meat should not be in a can on I, the shelf for twelve years. <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned this in our last show and everything, but let me tell you, trick or treating in like the rich parts of the neighborhood are the best because like the candy they give out, yeah. it's like. Total size and everything. For real, yeah, when I used to when I first moved here, I used to take my kids to the good neighborhood to go trick or treating. Yeah, bro, they yeah. still do it. You see these Mexican families pull up. Hell yeah, dude! That happens to us now, dude. Because yeah. they give out the full size candy bars, dude. I'm going to Costco and get the box for real. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you another story. So that was like the crazy white yeah. Halloween. <laughs> but then we lived in Oakland for a while, right? And, and we lived like yeah. yeah, we lived like 20, 20 miles north. Wait, right? you went from living in Burbank to going to Oakland. Well, that Oakland proper. This oh. was kind of like the nice, like bougie area. So, so like, basically, it was proper about Oakland. No, yeah. well, so, well, I mean, like there are like two, like well, yeah, pretty much double jazz. There's, yeah. like, there's yeah. Oakland and there's Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, so they we lived in a, Oakland yeah. is San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we lived in a little like city called Hercules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hercules. <And> it, was, <laughs> it was literally like two streets, yeah. right? But like when we were getting ready to leave, like everyone was moving there right. because it was nice it was mm-hmm. quiet it was right by the water dude it was beautiful that right? sounds great it was awesome so we lived there and halloween like literally like what you said there was just people that would bring their kids like bus yeah. them in and they would literally <laughs> just right. walk the block yeah that was mm-hmm. it yeah. it was the same kid over and over again and i'm like dude we bought I'm not even kidding, like hundreds of dollars right. worth of candy. Mm-hmm. And we went through every single piece of candy before like 8.30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was nuts, dude. But like at 8.15 or something, there was like, all of a sudden you just hear screeching tires coming down the street. <laughs> oh my God. Oh shit. And a car just like, so there was this park across, like a little, little park across the street from our house. The car like drove up onto the the curb yeah and mind you the street is full of kids right and another car comes right behind it and these guys jump out of the car what? and they have guns in their hands oh shit and what? they start like banging on the car the first car yeah, yeah. and i'm like trying to because i have law enforcement background so yeah. i'm trying to get everyone in the house yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm trying to get people out of the street yeah and all of a sudden the the first car like drives off yeah and the guys in the second car the one guy that had the gun started firing jesus what at the, the car as it drove off mm-hmm. so then he jumps in his car and chases them and i'm just trying to like clear the street right and you have people still like trick-or-treating oh, and i'm like hey we're shutting this down yeah. you know so the police come and they want to know what's going on mm-hmm. we find out that yeah. there was like a mcdonald's not far from where we lived uh-huh. and i guess it was like they were supposed to be selling a laptop mm. and the people selling the laptop like didn't get the money oh no they just oh, wow. snatch and grab yeah. oh so they just chasing them yeah, yeah. Wow. and then it ended up on our street <laughs> and he's telling people we're not giving ca- give me my candy puto. <laughs> i don't give a fuck i'm not even kidding dude, <laughs> dude i'm like kid. dude there was just a shooting like 10 feet from us he's like, like i don't give a fuck give me my skittles yeah. Yeah. i'm like dude it was nuts wow. man. it's all about the pentiums yeah, yeah for <laughs> real man that was that nuts keep, that, keep, keep yeah. that kid one of his titty rolls <laughs> But luckily, like nobody was hurt or no, anything. Okay. No, not no. Yeah. Good thing. Yeah. Man, that was yeah. scary that, though, that, dude. That's shit. That's scarier than any fucking right. Right. Hell yeah, over dude. a fucking laptop. I have a laptop, bro. Dude. These people yeah. shot over a fucking pack of Twizzlers. Yeah, bro. for real. Come on. Yeah, little puppet. <laughs> 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 little joker hey yeah. don't fuck with my Twizzlers <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to drink uh, drink soda through a Twizzler man? Yeah, that's funny but so oh speaking of 
Okay, I'm going to declare right here, right now. People need to stop insulting black licorice and candy corns. They're, nah, I love candy they're corn. They're amazing treats, both of them. Black licorice? Nah, nah black licorice, no. Australian candy black corn. licorice? Come I've on. Never had no, well, I don't have anything against black licorice and everything. In fact, that's my stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> black licorice? That's his, that's his, that's his uh, drag name. That's his drag name. <laughs> yeah. On the stage, black licorice. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, go do it, go do it, stage, got black licorice. <laughs> <laughs> but candy corn is so nasty you though. Oh, no, work. Gun, corn, gun, to the, gun to my head I would choose black licorice oh, over candy corn candy corn is I'll take shit it. give dude. it to yeah you're right it is shit actually honestly I think because um, I, I think uh, my girl and I are planning on going trick or treating again if I do get uh, candy corn I'll send it right to yes, you yes please yeah, I'll yeah. take it I'll happily you know accept it what's even better than the candy corn is the pumpkins the candy yeah, pumpkins. they're okay. The candy pumpkins they're are all right. Up. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like candy corn better <laughs> if, if I had to choose. If, yeah. If I had to choose. Uh, but speaking of the candies, let's close out with this. You, your number one when you were a kid that you wanted to have, like, Oh, well, actually, before we get into that, there was something you said about bobbing for apples. Yeah. If you think about it, bobbing for apples is probably one of the most disgusting Halloween customs It really is. Ever. It's also yeah. one of the most like overly sexualized well, games no, ever yeah, yeah. yeah but you're also sticking your head in nasty ass water mm. spit water oh god yeah that's how COVID started yeah. there's sweat in yeah, yeah. boogers we were, watching, we were watching Riverdale and this girl she has her head under the water in the in the Bobby for apples for like a good five minutes she comes up and she goes five they're like what I ate five apples <laughs> You're you're not supposed to eat <laughs> I, Every time I think of like a bombing for apples, it just reminds me like the very first Halloween theme episode of South Park. Yeah, um, is uh, they're doing the whole bombing for apples, and Mr. Garrison is like, "All right, baby, just use your teeth like those kids in China." Oh my! I'm God. like, what the? As a kid, I'm like, okay. I, I watched oh, that episode as a kid, and that went over my head. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, damn, shit. I know it's South Park, but goddamn, wow. son. Oh, right, no, and it's on brand for Garrison to say that, of course. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's one of the most disgusting customs it because it's like everybody put their face in there. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's backwash like a motherfucker. Well, you know, there. it's like they said in like a Seinfeld, you don't double dip the chip because mm-hmm. it's like sticking your whole face in there. Yeah, you mm-hmm. might as well stick your penis in there and wiggle it around, dude. Uh, I mean, yeah, I did that. One. I mean, what? Um, uh, anyway. <laughs> I mean, it is a disgusting tradition. It is. It's gross. But that's uh, a white white facing. person thing. For oh, it sure. is. It. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, like, you know who don't do that? You know who don't do that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, but uh, no, you never go Puerto Rico's bobbing for apples. Bobbing for what? Fuck you, seriously, dude. Just give me the apples apple in there. Or you ask black people do that? I ain't sticking my face in that <laughs> shit. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we never did that at, at no. when we went to the white to the white the the white house. The white house. We didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Like my brother and I were like, nope, we'll sit back and watch you guys well, fail I, at doing that. Well, I hope they I hope they are phasing that shit out, especially you know pre COVID. No, you yeah. said you, you or post COVID. You said you 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 like that was your introduction to the non ethnic life. Mm-hmm. I remember when I moved to Florida it was the first time I've been around people that weren't you know Latino or black, mm-hmm. and you feel like an oddity because they'll sit there and they find out that what you are. And my brother was already I guess they were already used to my brother, but my brother was a suburban Puerto Rican that grew up in Connecticut, mm-hmm. so he was he was a coconut. Mm-hmm. He was approved. Yeah. He was no, he was yeah. a coconut. You no, 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 but like you most like, like yeah. and my brother would be like, "Hey, guy, what's going on?" Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, dude, <laughs> you're, you're, yeah." <laughs> He oh, was yeah. Carlton. Oh, yeah. oh, big time. He's the Puerto Rican Carlton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coconut, bro. Bro yeah. on the outside. All right. So 
when they saw me and I was the oddity, they would sit there and just like look at you and wait yeah. to see what you were going to do. I was like, motherfucker, this ain't National Geographic. Dude, dude. that's my life. <laughs> yeah. That's that my a- life. <laughs> Everywhere yeah. I go, I'm six foot seven. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a walking tree. You, I mean, mm. technically, you are an oddity. I mean, I am, and I, I wear it, you yeah. know, but it's funny because like sometimes we do vlogs, yeah. right? And like, you know, I'm I'm usually recording like my daughter react right. to something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like when I'm editing, like I go back and you just see the looks that I get yeah. from people. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy. Like I, I, I told my wife, I'm like, dude, I want to do a super cut one day <laughs> of just that, of just the people's reactions yeah. to me. Because yeah. it's nuts. Even at the Children's Museum, mm-hmm. like people, I was telling us, I'm like, people like look at me and they're just yeah. like, well, you know, you're the chef, like you're mm-hmm. the instructor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you ever, you, you ever had a little kid yeah. look up at you and be like, are you a giant? Because <laughs> I mean, because you could be to them. Oh no, Jesus. dude, I get that all the time. I get a lot. It's like, like people either love or hate me. Yeah. You know, because they're afraid of me, mm-hmm. right? But like, I'm a big teddy bear. Like, yeah. I'm like the nicest guy. You, I, I you, think you do remind me of Chief from uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, because they were Chief, old. Wow. Yeah. That's a good thing yeah. because they they found him so intimidating because right. well, he was he like seven foot he was giant. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. However, like uh, Jack Nicholson's character started talking with him, and then you were like, oh, you find out that Chief, hey, he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can totally turn yeah. it on. But you, like, I mean, you know, if you do have a Halloween costume idea, there you go. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. yeah, because no Native American. Will be yeah, I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> right. I'm trying to grow my business. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> grow. Because <laughs> you're tall. <laughs> okay, Apache Chief. I was just. <laughs> he not ch- but, yeah. well that's my thing for the day <laughs> and thanks for listening guys we have now been officially canceled uh, you can try canceling me I'll, I'll throw the race car oh you canceling me because I'm Puerto Rican motherfucker my race car is laminated <laughs> it's bulletproof that reminds me of what was it called 30 Rock when um, Trace, Tracy Morgan's character he was like race card he actually pulls out a card that's laminated says race card and Tina Fey is about reaches for it and her uh, writer's like don't reach for it don't reach for it I was like it from uh, Lethal Weapon out of Die Hard with a Vengeance. You don't like me because I'm white. I don't like you because you're going to get me killed. (laughs) It's not that I don't like you because you're XYZ. It's because you're an asshole. It has nothing Mm, to do with it. That's what it boils down to. That's the character. (laughs) I was about to say, like MLK said. Yeah, it's the character, man. Fuck the police. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, that wasn't MLK. No, that that was Malcolm X. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, you know what MLK always said? Fuck the police. (laughs) Okay. Dude, I guarantee some kid probably thinks that now. I guarantee. And he probably thinks that Malcolm X and uh, Tupac met just because they saw like a velvet painting of them shaking hands. (laughs) To quote the great philosopher, Favor Flav, 911 is a joke. Okay, David on Greer and like um I'm gonna get you sucker. From the words of the great poet Don Cornelius, peace, love, and soul. Yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, so oh, wrap man. it up, listen. Your favorite uh let's start off with you, Ed, your favorite Halloween treat that you got when you were a kid. Like y- you had to get one when you were Dude, when I was a kid, it probably was three musketeers. Oh, those oh, are fancy. Dude, yeah. the nougat. nougat. Like, man, that was nougat. the fanciest yeah. thing I've ever Bro, had. And it's just the simplest candy. It really it's is. Nougat coated in chocolate. That's, That's it. it. But you know what it is? It's the brand. Because yeah. Three Musketeers had a fancy wrapping. Well, dude, you know? they had the Three Musketeers the on there. Yeah, yeah. and it's so also, it's right. like high literature. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. It's also, I think to me it's the nougat. Yeah, it's very velvety. It's like soft. You said nougat, right? That's right. Nougat. Ted Nougat. Nobody wants that. No. No, thanks. It's deer flavored. For... 
<laughs> for kids. Because he's a pedophile. Now, for kids. And no colors. <laughs> because Ted Nugent looks like the guy that would call people coloreds. Oh, and uh, Asian people, Orientals. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Yeah. Deep cut racist. Deep racial cut. Sir. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> we can't eat a racist. Dinner. I mean, don't they go in hand in hand? That's <laughs> six <laughs> degrees of separation. We can do it in two. Hold my beer. Wait, you said segregation. segregation. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, you're you're a well, well, my fans. The, well, it was uh, Three Musketeers, but it was also uh, Milky Way. Yeah, me too. Milky Way was really nice. See, y'all were fan- y'all were too fancy for me. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. it was well, the yeah. one that we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one we never got. Mm. <laughs> For me, it was in the hood. So ours, and you—I don't know if you guys have ever even heard of this one. They're called Chico Sticks. Yeah, dude. Chico yeah. Sticks. They're peanut butter candy, mm-hmm. and and not, no chocolate. On no, it. like these peanut buttery candies. The mm-hmm. Chico Sticks, because in the hood they didn't give out three musketeers mm-hmm. and shit like that. It was mm-hmm. Chico Sticks, Big Blow. You know what Big Blows mm-hmm. are? Big Blows is nasty ass rock it's hard a- candy, and inside yeah. you got that nasty bubble gum that yeah. lasts mm-hmm. about two seconds. Mm-hmm. They were gross. They're pink. Yeah, it was those, or you got um. Tootsie Rolls, Tootsie mm-hmm. Rolls. For some reason, Tootsie Rolls is dirt cheap. Yeah, they're the cheapest. <laughs> but they're so good. But you know what's funny is that so the good. when I was a kid, did they have? Because I mean, you guys are younger than me, did they have flavored Tootsie yeah. Rolls when yeah. you were a kid? Yeah, because yeah. they like crack now to me. Yeah. They didn't have those when I was. No, so so with the t- speaking of Tootsie Rolls, with the Tootsie Roll Pops, Tootsie they Pops. had that star on the um, what do you call it on the wrapper and everything. Tootsie Pops, yeah. Tootsie Pops, yeah. yeah. So at the Seven uh, Eleven, um, when I lived in Deerwood Apartments, yeah. they would give you like I. Th- I forgot what it was. They gave you something for free if mm. your rapper had a star on it. Herpes? Oh. Yeah. What? Herpes? <laughs> no. Again, Virg Bernardo. Not El Cajon. <laughs> I've been to El Cajon. He ain't too far away. But no, but like... Uh, Have yeah, you been to El Cajon? Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah, If you don't know, now you know. All due respect to those in El Cajon. Google yeah. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. We, dude, my motorcycle club went through El Cajon once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the dudes that was from the mother chapter was like, yo, hurry up. Fuel up fast. Get yeah. the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. I'm like, damn, bikers don't want to go through El Cajon? Oh, no, because El Cajon's fucking rough, man. Like, yeah, I remember right. the first time, at, um, when I the first mass shooting I heard about as yeah. a kid and everything happened in El Cajon yeah. and everything. I Actually, knew somebody no- in El Cajon, wink. Were you the shooter? <laughs> no. Wink. Yeah. I knew somebody in El Cajon. I mean, what? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Ed got it. <laughs> anyway, so you're saying, so your candy go-to was what? Yeah, so, um, Milky but yeah, Way. the Milky, Milky Way. Yeah. Um, Mr. Good Bar. The Mr. Good Bar is really nice and everything. Mr. Good Bar. That's yeah. the, 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 with Had the peanuts. peanuts in it. The yeah, peanuts, yeah. It's, it's like a Hershey's with peanuts. Yeah. Like uh, well, they peanuts. were the same company. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think Milky Way and Three Musketeers were the same company as well. The That's Mars. why. Yeah. 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 M&M Mars made the Three Musketeers in the Milky Way. And yeah. then uh, Mr. Good Bar is Hershey's. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but it was also the um, the chocolate coins. You know. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember like there were some houses. Because again, like, you know, Deer was like, you know, upper middle class and everything yeah. they would have like those nice candies but like when you um when you find out about a house that had like those type of ca- candies as well as like the chocolate um uh, coins and everything right. you let everybody know mm-hmm. but like it, i'd be like oh dude 
go to this house right yep. there. They got this. They got yeah. that and everything. And that was like, that was like one of my favorite parts about Halloween was like basically like the candy networking amongst mm-hmm. the kids. Yeah, we used to have and to watch like out for ants. We used yeah. to have to watch out for bag snatchers. Oh yeah, oh, man. Oh, they had those your not in Burbank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um, not we the bag. bags. We have bag snatchers. Yeah. Um, we didn't deal with back snatchers and everything. Yeah. However, we've dealt with like uh, greedy kids because, like, you know, they'll have like the bowl out oh, there yeah, and they yeah. say, "Take one." Yeah, my girl does Those that. Assholes. She goes, yeah. she she puts it out. She don't want to. She don't like interacting with people. Mm. Yeah, and especially like with kids. Yeah. Uh, so I like to look at the costumes. I used to like because yeah, I like to see the costumes. Like I used to love taking my girls trick or treating because you can see the costumes mm-hmm. um, and some of the originality yeah. and shit like that. Oh, yeah, creativity. So yeah. it was, she puts the bowl out and says, uh, "Take a couple." Mm-hmm. And she she can hear them. So the kid will go take mm-hmm. take a it says take a few. So the kid will take a couple. And the mom goes, "I'll take one." He goes, "It just take a few," <laughs> or vice versa. Like you'll have kids, they'll try yeah. to take like half the bowl, and the other kids will call them out, put it back. Put yeah, it back. dude. <laughs> so okay, it's funny you mentioned that because I was watching like um, those fail videos on YouTube. Yeah. And it showed footage from like what do you call it? the um, the ring the, mm-hmm. the doorbell camera yeah and so it was the uh, Halloween setup and had they had the bowls yeah. and everything and so you see these kids like the older kids are just like taking like a back, bunch, of them? A bunch yeah. of them and then the lady of the house says uh, hi excuse me put those back one per kid do not be greedy and they're like. Damn it! They just look so yeah. buttery and everything. Putting the uh, candy back and everything. See that? I see one where it was, and this was disgusting. The father, mm-hmm. told, the little girl one took one, and he goes, "Take more." And she's like, "It says take one." The little kid is schooling her dad, with, and he he like takes a fistful. She goes, "No, dad." She puts him back. She goes, "It says take one." I'm like, "Good for the kid." Yeah. See, you know what? And that He's says like, a lot. Hey, like, dad, don't be an asshole. Seriously, it's like, well, it says a lot about a person when their kid is more mature than yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. The one I saw was cool too. Is this little kid? He walks up and then he sees there's no candy left in the bowl. Mm-hmm. He was a bigger mm-hmm. little kid, like he was yeah. maybe 12, and he took some of his and put yeah, it in the put bowl. Yeah, because yeah, you saw that one, right? Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's a sweet kid. That kid was taught right. Right. Yeah. No, we do that. Yeah, because yeah. like my my girl don't like socially interacting with people, especially like loud kids. So mm-hmm. yeah, and her neighborhood sometimes there's leftover candy, but there's places you can go donate it. Like you can mm-hmm. go donate your leftover candy. Mm-hmm. Same, I, I think St. Vincent's does that. Yeah, yeah. Or is a guy named Vincent? Mm. Yeah, depends what corners. Yeah, just give me your candy. I'll take it. <laughs> Vinny Gambino. <laughs> yeah. Vin, that's how you get diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> they they send some to. Um, like world military countries. all over yeah. too. Third world countries. Yeah. Oh, and um, yes. at the, get, and somebody in the third world country. Yeah. Yes, that's what they need. Your fucking yeah, Snickers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We need. Uh, what was it? Uh, we need water, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we need your almond joys. <laughs> it brings us joy. Yeah, uh, but no. So, um, uh, what was it? Uh, I know the uh, children's hospitals. They do trick or treating yeah. for the kids there and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, um, they'll have um, you know rooms right. as well as like you know the. Uh, the uh, desk where the uh, nurses are and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll do check yeah. yeah. When I when I uh, worked at uh, Chandler Mall mm. at the GameStop there, um, we were working on Halloween Day, mm. and so every, all, almost all the stores in the mall actually had like you know candy mm-hmm. for like the kids because yeah. uh, parents would actually take kids to the mall mm-hmm. and trick or treat, which I thought was pretty well, cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. Good there's yeah. a couple of traditions that people have started. Like when I was a kid, they never did this. It's a big thing here called mm-hmm. trunk or treat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of churches Huge, and shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Instead or communities even mm-hmm. instead of having kids go wander the street you know mm-hmm. god forbid something happened to them right. oh, yeah, they're yeah. like in a parking lot yep. everybody's got in the trunk of their car yep. and then there's another one I saw these parents are smart um, they don't want the kid to eat a lot of candy but they don't want the kid missing out on the fun of trick or treating so they take her trick or treating and they told her she can pick four of her favorite candies right and then the rest they leave out on the front door mm-hmm. and then the uh, switch witch 
will come and give her a present. Oh. So the next morning she wakes up, opens the door, and there'll be like a Barbie doll. There'll be a toy. Oh, that's cool. So they do the switch witch. So she leaves her candy, and the witch mm-hmm. takes the candy and leaves her a present. That's cool. So I thought that's a good idea, too. So that way your kid's yeah. not fucking sitting there, you know, Got drowning you in candy. candy. Yeah. My mom and I, we actually participated in a trunk or treat. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, church, like, uh, right across from where we live. Right. And so, you know, we just uh, decorated her car and whatnot just like you know the basic halloween decorations and everything uh but a lot of the other cars they went all out Mm -hmm. like they basically treated their cars like they were haunted houses yeah one of the one of the coolest ideas i saw was um this one family had a infinity war wheel spin to see if you got snapped or not that's cool and so if you got snapped then you would get like um the bad candy and everything um but But if you but did they play the fergie song if you got snapped no. Oh snap! <laughs> oh, thank God, no. Good oh, lord. Snap. No, that's no. Actually, that's a that's a scary. That's a haunted house right there. Like playing Fergie, Fergie and and Gwen Stefani twenty four seven. I I actually am uh, an award winning trunk or treat creator. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah, a couple years ago, we I made like a little uh, insane asylum in the back of ours, Ooh, nice. and I built like a like like a jail setup right mm-hmm. and then i painted my daughter like a little ghost prisoner oh, and yeah. she sat back there mm-hmm. and then i was like the guard and we had like a little nice. uh, prisoner That's hanging dope. from the the nice. door and it would talk right mm-hmm. and then when she was tired i would just open the gate let her mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and then i made like a, a dummy oh, and i put okay. him in there as like Weird. the little stand-in yeah and i had my smoke machine going and i had black lights and all kinds nice. of stuff yeah dude yeah. that's kind of like love a pr- that stuff that, that almost sounds like a prison break type of idea right there yeah. like have the up. dummy in there yes. while you're like tunneling you know totally. out of there yeah. you know what's fucked up about my brain <laughs> a, a lot of things first thing when he said yeah i built this cell so yeah because that's what people color should present to white people <laughs> so hey look dude, we jail ourselves hey, the white I, people I, in my neighborhood hey, loved it hey might as well just like live the gimmick Embrace it. hell yeah dude. Lead into it. Yeah. might as well dude hey i want some money off it why not anyway yeah. on that note <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and tell everybody hey, one more time your social media and your youtube channel awesome yeah everybody check out edible ads apostrophe s on youtube also follow me on instagram at edible.ed.cooks for a lot of real fun good times yeah we'll go we're gonna go ahead and post that in the description mm-hmm. too. yeah thank you guys uh, yeah. so jay anything to close it out uh let's see um um r.i.p R. little puppet no <laughs> <laughs> it's skittles yo. yeah it's skittles. Little, little skittles <laughs> no not little skittles just skittles <laughs> okay little skittles he goes fun size why, why, <laughs> fun size. <laughs> why you gotta put little in front of me he, he's not a soundcloud rapper <laughs> he, he's still little <laughs> i bet you there's a soundcloud rapper named little skittles oh but, I, I, I actually <laughs> do have a, i actually do have a soundcloud uh app i'll look that up but anyway um but I no like, you were gonna say you actually are a soundcloud <laughs> Uh, it's me. It's me. I'm little. I puppet. thought you were going to say that you were. What if I was a scam? Don't you see the face tattoos or anything? <laughs> the teardrops. <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of teardrops, it's little skittles. Right. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Uh, but no, but like, uh, like you know, like we said and everything, like you know, for the folks uh, for uh, Halloween, you know, stay safe when you're going yeah. to the parties, when you're going to the haunted houses, trick or treating, um, you know, stay safe, have fun, and uh, you know, watch out for laptop robbers. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. See, now you got me and with ghouls. Little, little skittles in my head. 
What, say what? Like a SoundCloud rapper named Little Skittles. Mm-hmm. He goes, I taste the rainbow. I got the flow. And everybody <laughs> know I can grow. Little Skittles on the microphone. <laughs> no, it'd be more I like... So, it, no, no. If it was SoundCloud, it'd be like... Go ahead and drop us a message. Let us know anything that you want us to talk about. And we will see you. Peace out.